Morata Sports, the local sports leader, Bigley and Morata. Social Studies, brought to you by Carol Royce, Keller Williams Realty East Valley. Get more money selling your home. Go to higherprice.com. That's higherprice.com. Oh, it's time for Social Studies, where we dive into Twitter with Sarah Cazell. Hi, Sarah. Hi. Let's do it. Hi. Well, that's that's, that's big. Ah, he's got it better than me. So good. I I it's, think I think you have the best detour Dan impression I've ever heard. Oh, but I've got the only <laughs> detour Dan impression <laughs> you've ever heard. You got to carve out that niche. You got to attack right? the impressions yeah. that nobody else is doing. That's yes. what that's how uh, Frank Caliendo got famous. Yeah, as he did those. That is true. Sort of obscure off, ones, off the beaten path ones. Yeah. All right, guys. Let's start with the Arizona Cardinals. I don't know about you guys. I'm kind of in a mood about this Cardinals team right now. Uh, just. You know, hearing Cliff Kingsbury speak yesterday, both on the Wolf and Luke show and in his media availability, it's just, you know, it feels like we really are hearing the same damn thing (laughs) now two months into the season. So I'm just kind of irritated about it today. Open-ended question for you guys. Just today? Only today for the first time. (laughs) What is most frustrating or upsetting to you about these Arizona Cardinals right now? Oh, it's open-ended? Open-ended. Yeah. I think they need new uniforms. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Somebody go. said that. Oh, boy. I knew it would show up somewhere. Somewhere. Um, they really do. I <laughs> I mean, it is. That game yeah. started, and I was like, oh, God, those uniforms are atrocious. <laughs> but we do like the black ones. Yeah. I like uh, the black ones. Really? I like the black ones. I mean. And the black helmets. They're, it's a different look. We haven't been looking at them since 2005, so it looks different. They're not great. Okay. What uh, else is most upsetting to you about the Cardinals right just now? Just what you hit on the same. Yeah. It's the same. You know, the same talking points every week about we gotta. Yeah. We gotta do this. We gotta do that. We gotta improve. I gotta call better plays. They're playing at a high level. We need to improve our communication. It, it, that, it, it, it's about having a plan of your own and executing that plan, and there's just very little confidence in that right now. Yeah, it's, it's that. That's what struck me out of that game on Sunday where there was any number of angles. There was wins and losses and successes and failures. It was just the realization that this is a recurring nightmare. This offense is Groundhog Day. It's just trapped in this, this staggering cycle of, of it's just so hard to get a playoff. Not to not, yeah. n- playoff, playoff. Not, not not to me- <laughs> not not to mention the execution part, which is also lacking. But even before that, yes, it's just mind mind numbing. Leave leave the actual football part out of it. It's the getting up to the football That's part that they it. can't even handle. Yeah, yeah, the, that the, is pretty wild. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, uh, absolutely. All right, we have a no surprise. A lot of different people chiming in Nearly with a lot of responses. different things wow. that are, that are most upsetting to them about the Cardinals right now, so I'm just going to run through a whole bunch of them. Brian Bowman says, the Cardinals, we are beating ourselves too many times. Should have won this week. Should have won the Eagles game. Should have won the Rams game. It's hard enough to win in the NFL. You can't beat yourself with so many mental errors. Mock Z says, it is Groundhog Day every game day. Just make some progress. Fozzie says, being a Cardinals fan right now is like going to the state fair every Sunday. It should be fun, but at the end of the day, you're just exhausted and mad at everybody. (laughs) 
<laughs> Probably had some deep fried butter while you were at it. Oof, I don't know. Yeah. Delish. Delicious. Mark says the Cliff Kyler show is getting old. Brianne Schmidt says so many screen passes. Uh... Kevin Plum says, we're not even sniffing the postseason right now, let alone a Super Bowl. I don't know who's talking Super Bowl. We certainly are not. Uh, Jim Divley, or Divley, uh, tweet me. How do you say your last name? (laughs) Jim says he's most frustrated knowing that Cliff and Kime were extended before the season. He doesn't mention Kyler, though. And then, let's see. One more. Justin Hastings. Most upset about the media's obsessive complaining about the team, (laughs) which makes it increasingly harder to enjoy an already difficult season. Okay, Dan Bickley, Vince Morata, say something nice about the Cardinals. Say one nice thing. The black helmets are nice. (laughs) They look even nicer in person, right? Honestly. Are we not supposed to be honest about this team? I know, it's... Yeah, it, it's the media's. You go the other way, then you're oh, a it? homer. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. It's just it's ridiculous. It's always the media's fault. Yeah. Are you going to say something nice, Dan? Are you going to abstain? No, I, I I could, but I'm not going to. Just uh-huh. the principle. Dan has Earn been it. it's been very complimentary about Vance Joseph and the defense. That is that, that is, is true. Very very true. All right, Justin Hastings. There you go. Moving on to our next question. We're looking at the positives of <laughs> the Phoenix Suns. What has been the most pleasant surprise of the season so far? Nothing. Of these the media. The media, this team is a media creation. <laughs> the bench, the bench, the Devin bench play. Booker, Devin Booker is is a great story because he keeps getting better and he's an MVP candidate. He's not going to win it because Luca's got an offense where he's going to score forty every other night and shoot the ball forty times. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So, so the MVP award is already going to hoe you fat. <laughs> You could you could put. <laughs> sorry, I just body slammed the microphone. I'm so sorry. Oh, you fat is winning the MVP. <laughs> I know. I just I had such a visceral reaction. To that. I'm so sorry. Uh, but Ooh. but the bench is the surprise. That's that's the area that I did not. I, that's where I thought the team was going to be yeah. very weak, and they haven't been yet. Now they may. The, the, My there answer might be as well. Some leveling. Did yeah. you give the uh, options? No, I didn't have a chance well. to. But but they hit on two of them. Uh, the most pleasant surprise so far this season. One, the bench play. Two, the fact that Devin Booker is still somehow getting better. Three, the fact that DA is unaffected by all of the drama. And, uh, or C, rather, and then D, they don't miss Jay Crowder. 49% of our voters say the bench play has been the best surprise of the season so far. 23% said the fact that they don't miss Jay Crowder is a great surprise. 17% the fact that Book is still getting better. 12% voted for DA being unaffected by the drama. Juan Martinez says something that... One of you guys pointed out earlier in the show, I don't remember who, Juan Martinez says the fact that the Suns have not had to be so reliant on CP3 scoring, he's the sixth leading scorer, scorer yeah. and we're still 5-1. and one. Yeah, it's something, isn't it? Yeah. Crazy. Al Thompson says if only they had a player like Jay Crowder on the payroll, he would be a perfect sixth man for them. <laughs> Isaiah Utley says it's got to be Devin Booker continuing to improve as the most pleasant surprise of the season for him. Lots of times last year, I thought he was so good. He's got to be in the prime of his peak, but he just continues to prove us wrong in the best way possible. Uh, final response, or actually, I like this one too. J-Rod Cards, best surprise, is the attitude of this Suns team. I was the one, J-Rod Cards, 
who said they were toast. They had poor attitudes and they were going to come out flat. I was wrong. They seemed determined, together, and on fire for a common goal. I got a chuckle from Austin Chase's response. Let's hear it. Crowder getting printed emails from Sun season ticket holders <laughs> about his poor shooting in the Pelican series. That so John H. Barry is a menace, I tell you. I tell you. Got a lot of time to send emails. <laughs> All right, Halloween was last night. Uh, no trick-or-treaters for you, Dan Bigley. Zero. Vince, do you have any come through where you live? No. Jarrett, you went I wasn't went home out? anyway, so. Oh. I, I went to my sister's neighborhood, and there was a ton of them. When we came home at night, there was some in our uh, neighborhood, but I had to go to sleep. So. Did you leave a bowl out or anything? Uh, no. No, just Scrooge. Okay. Shut the lights off. On to the next thing. All right. Uh, your favorite Halloween memory. Do you guys have any? Yeah, big story was earlier today about how, as a very young man, my first Halloween was so awesome in my mind. How awesome was it? That I got home from school the next day, put back on my costume, and tried trick or treating again. November first. Like I'm a genius. And we're yes, and I was the only one on the streets, and it worked at the first two houses. Had a monopoly on it. What did your parents think about this? They just said, "Go do it." What they always think that that our third kid's an idiot. No, let's be more accurate. About it. At that, how old were you? Probably uh, very young. Your parents didn't know. They had no clue what you were doing. Yeah, no. they didn't even know no, you no, were at they home. Didn't. They didn't even know where I was. <laughs> yeah, be home by the time it gets yeah, dark, right. Danny. That's right. That's, it. That's what I got. Uh, they didn't even know where you were. So it uh, runs in the family. Look, I got kids. You think I care where they're at? <laughs> <laughs> I see now that the apple does the not fall far from the tree. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I I have a lot of good childhood Halloween memories, but my b- favorite memories were from like in my 30s, getting into Halloween costumes okay. and like really making an effort. You had it's some so- really good ones. It sounds like awful now because I have no interest in doing it now, but it was fun back then. I, Went I to some good parties, that. yeah. Okay. That's not the most Allie exciting G. story. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, that is. Booyakasha. Yeah. Pretty legendary. A <laughs> uh, couple of our listener responses quickly. Favorite Halloween memories. Aviator says, when my adult children and their friends showed up to my house in full costume, I couldn't figure out who they were for a minute just because of the surprise they then returned for the next two years. Great memories. That's so fun. I love that. And then AZ Kid 0628 says, we ran out of candy one time and gave out cough drops to the kids instead. (laughs) Smith Brothers, Halls, Lugans, Ricola. I mean, Luton's cough drops are basically candy anyway, drops. right? That is a, that is awesome. Yeah. We just scaled a mountain there. Vicks mentholiptus. Menthol. A lot of fun responses on Twitter, at Bickley underscore Murata. Not enough time to get to the no. rest of them, but thank you, as always, for those who send in your, your fun memories, your fun replies. Yes, thank you, and thank you, Sarah. Social studies yes. every day at 9 o'clock, at Bickley underscore Murata on Twitter. Coming up next... We'll focus on another thing that's been missing from the Cardinals' offense. No, not communication, but another ingredient. And that's straight ahead. It's Bickley and Murata Mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata Mornings. Bickley Murata Mornings live from the Auction Community Studios on this Tuesday. Uh, before we get back into our Cardinals discussion, yeah, there is news on the ESPN front. He's back. Herm Edwards, back as an ESPN, NFL, and college football analyst starting on Friday. Wow. 
Didn't okay. take him long to didn't get take job. long for anybody to sort of ignore everything that's happened in the yeah, last three years that? and hire him right back. How about that? Well, he had a lot of value as an analyst. They loved him at ESPN. That was one of the oh, big yeah. selling points for ASU oh, yeah. about how popular yeah. he was. But don't you think it's going to be kind of like odd that he's going to be welcomed back? I mean, he's going to be welcomed back as this charismatic grandfather figure that yep. everybody loves, and they're going to just ignore what he, you know, essentially did to a college football. We don't program. know what he did. The NCAA has an <laughs> oh, interview. That's true. Him I guess in. you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen. It, there was a time when when scandals in college athletics really used to be something. Yeah. yeah. And now, not they're, anymore. Now they're next they've really nothing. lost no. their luster. They really have. Urban Meyer gets a new new broadcasting job after every one of his scandals. Scandals invest- are not what they used to no. be. This investigation is moving so slow, the Titanic just hit it, babe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since we did a Dennis Miller. I know. I was thinking about that the other day. We need to bring that back. Chap, chap. Um... One thing that has definitely been missing from the Arizona Cardinals offensive attack, and it's quite obvious, I'm not breaking any news here, if you watch this team play week in, week out, and you see the recurring horizontal nature of this game, uh, their game, the deep ball, even with players like Hollywood Brown, getting Robbie Anderson, DeAndre Hopkins, they have not had any success throwing the ball deep this year. Kevin Zimmerman has a piece on ArizonaSports.com right now looking at Kyler Murray's 2022 next-gen stats breakdown. Um, On all deep balls, deep balls to the left, that uh, qualifies as a throw 20 or more yards in the air down the field. He is well below league average in quarterback rating of 17.2. On, on throws to the left. Deep down the middle, 42.5. League average is 85.6. On deep throws to the right, 42.9. League average, 79.2. In fact... So that's about half for each one. Yeah, if you look at Kyler Murray's overall breakdowns of zone quarterback rating, you know he never had more than one or two red zones, which means yeah. you're below league average, and he's got three right there. And only three areas of the 12 that they pinpoint mm-hmm. where he's above league average. Mm-hmm. But the deep ball, it, it just continues to elude this team. Yeah. And and again, he's got he's got too much arm talent to not. And, and this again is really the fundamental issue with this football team that really spans well beyond this season. And that is, are they are they ruining not ruining the kid, but are they ruining the development of him? Are they halting the development of him by putting him in in a system that is not going to work in the NFL and by not holding him accountable by giving him too much too soon and and allowing that entire titled kind of persona to become the narrative of Kyler Murray and it's it, that would be a shame and that to me is really why uh, th- there's a sense of urgency to what they do with this with this head coaching situation a, a sense of urgency the Cardinals do not share by the way quite obviously but it's uh, it, again the uh, there there's an opportunity they, they're all saying it and they're all going to keep saying it that everything that's that this team wants is right in front of them the door is right there to go right through it that's what teams on the brink always say yes you still have a chance uh-huh. and and so they're gonna have to get there and and my fear my fear more than anything is the next three head coaches they are about to play they know cliff kingsbury better than anybody that is true anybody 
specifically on Kyler Murray's play, and and we'll we'll branch out from the deep passes. I don't think there's any question, Bick, that through the first three years of Kyler Murray's career, there was noticeable growth. There was noticeable progression. He, he, I think he became a better NFL quarterback pretty much each and every week. Mm-hmm. I can't say that in year four. Do you think he's been better this year than he was last year? Mm, I don't. Doesn't look like it to me. No. And I, I'm not pinning that all on Kyler Murray. There's obviously a lot of symptoms that are plaguing oh, this yeah. offense right now. Yeah, it, but it, when you're paying a quarterback like the Cardinals are prepared to pay Kyler Murray when that contract kicks in, you have to elevate those around you. I would go even a little further and say not only has he not been better this year, the magic hasn't even been there as often or as for as long as stretches right. it had been because he's been reluctant to run the football it's been that second half versus the Raiders mm-hmm. and that's about it maybe a play here or there throughout the other games but that was the only stretch where he really looked magical yeah it's uh, to me in we've watched every one of these games the, the the secret sauce to activating his feet is not with the RPOs it is not with him trying to get to the edge before anybody else those we've seen those plays those plays have a very limited ceiling in terms of what they're going to get you what you got to have him do is scramble out of passing formation get the defense gone and then break containment and go now it's it's not easy when teams have spies on him but Kyler Murray basically has the foot speed to elude most spies, and he's done it. We've seen it. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I do agree that there's been a little bit of regression in his game, particularly early on. His mechanics, from what I could tell, a lot of throwing off his back foot, a lot of not getting square, a lot of not stepping into throws, a lot of happy feed, all that stuff. You could see it. I, I think he's cured some of it because he, he's looked much more accurate the last couple weeks. Now, again, I understand he's coming off a two-interception game. One of them was his fault. The second might have been it might have been communication with Zacherts. But the interception he threw, that was just a, that was a panic at the disco moment from him again. At the goal line, let me just chuck this thing up before I get hit in the end zone. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I think I think there's accountability for him. I, I thought it was interesting how calm he was after Sunday's game, um, in terms of vowing that we're going to be better, we're going to be better, we'll be better. You know, it's this, the season is coming right up at a big crossroads now, right up to it. Cliff Kingsbury sat down with Wolf and Luke yesterday for his weekly visit here on Arizona Sports and talked uh, in general pictures about uh, where they can improve going forward. That's on me. I gotta, I gotta turn this on. Yeah, we, we all feel our best football is in front of us. Obviously, um, I think we've had moments where we've played at a high level, but just not consistently. I think the complementary football is, is what has to show up more. All three phases uh, kind of coming together, rising up at the same time, and that was uh, what happened yesterday. Defense would get a great stop, offense go three and out, or, or offense would score, defense would, would allow a big drive, and then special teams obviously had had a tough uh, play there that kind of flipped the game at one point. So we got to play better together, but. Um, um, we're excited about these three division games coming up. I think that's a, a great litmus test to see where we're at and have a chance to, to crawl back into it. Yeah, um, he's right about that lack of complimentary football, especially after the Cardinals took the lead on Zach Ertz's touchdown. Yeah, uh, to give up a touchdown on that very next drive by Minnesota, that was that was a backbreaker as well. Yeah, no, you're right about that. Uh, There's a trade that's gone down in the NFL deadline Fairly coming up big. today. Fairly big trade. The Detroit Lions trading tight end TJ Hawkinson to the Minnesota Vikings right in their division. For a second, pick, a second round pick this year and a third round pick next year. 
Well, that would wow. be next year and the year after. 2023, 2024. Correct, yeah. yeah. Um, That's interesting. That is. He's They've been, got a tight end in that Johnny Munt kid who... who <clears throat> impacted Sunday's game. He's not the same kind of weapon no, of like TJ Hawkinson is. And Hawkinson was once considered like the next Dude. Travis Kelsey when they drafted him. He was the drafted Lions. eighth overall. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the highest draft positions ever for a tight end, and he's wow. had a pretty good season. The Lions, man, with all that hype from hard knocks, they got to be one of the most... I mean, you could have seen it coming for the, the Lions, but people were actually excited for them and that yeah, coach. They're still the Lions. And apparently... Uh, what was the deal that uh, was rumored before, Jarrett, uh, the Cam Akers deal? So the, the Rams offered um, two first-round picks. And Cam Akers. And Cam Akers. Carolina for Brian Burns, and Carolina said no. Yeah, yeah wow. Oh. Brian Burns is a really good He's player. He's monstrously good. He's the one guy that Carolina's hanging on to. Yeah. Uh, trade deadline uh, coming up today at 1 o'clock Arizona time. So if anything happens with the Cardinals, of course, you'll hear it here first. Coming up next, we got our own business to attend to. I need to uh, increase my winning streak oh on mustache <laughs> to two. <laughs> Not a mustache. We'll do it next. Pickley and Murata mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Time to take a look at the Arizona Sports poll question. Brought to you by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Bickley and Murata Mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. We're going to our website. Before we get into some mustaching, uh, ArizonaSports.com for today's poll question. Looking at the Phoenix Suns, one, two, three, four, five options to vote on, guys. Who has been your favorite Suns player off the bench so far this season? Damian Lee, Jock Landale, Landry Shamit, Tori Craig, or Bismarck Biombo? Um, what's your prediction for the percentage that Jock Landell's going to get here? <laughs> a lot. Many? 70 plus? I'll go 70 plus on Jock Landell. Okay. Campaign, no yeah. love on this poll, by the way. No love. Yeah. He's been better this year, too. <gasps> but Jock Landell's the pick. 72%. Ah! For Jock Landell. Yeah. Wow! 12% for Bismarck Biombo. Wait till he starts hitting his threes. Ooh. 9% voted for Damian Lee. 4% Tory Craig. 3% Landry Shamit. Landry's been pretty good, too. The bench is a pleasant surprise. Indeed. Thank Save you, last. That is today's uh, Sanderson Ford poll question. You can vote on it right now on the homepage at ArizonaSports.com. Mustache. Not a mustache. A mustache. A mustache. A mustache. Big mustache. Big mustache. My mustache. Your mustache. Say the word. The word mustache. A mustache. A mustache. Now we both have said mustache. A mustache. A mustache. Sarah's mustache. Oh. <laughs> All right. It is. That better not be a permanent edition. <laughs> Just for this week, maybe. But it is time for this week's edition of America's fastest growing facial hair related quiz sensation mustache. Not, not a mustache. I'll be playing a clip, an MP3, if you will, a sound bite from a movie, a TV show, a song. Or an interview, and Bickley Murata will have to tell me whether the person that's talking or singing has a mustache or does not have a mustache. They get a bonus point if they correctly identify the person first when the 10 wins. And today's topic, because yesterday was All Hallows' Eve, Halloween, the spookiest night of the year. It is all things spooky, scary, and Halloween y. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> 
Uh, Vince, you won last week. Would you like to go first or second? No, I didn't just win. I slayed the dragon last week. Big yes. was unbeatable for like a month and a half. Right. Well, that's, can you can you make it two in a row? Would you like to go first or second? I'm going to let Dan go first. Dan I'm Bickley. I'm going to defer to the second half. Hey, Dan go. Bickley. We will start off right here. Uh, that would be Michael Jackson, not a mustache. That is correct. That is correct. Did you see that they did that in New York City? They had a whole like... Oh, like a flash mob? Of flash flash mob? mob doing that? Yeah, right. That was cool. Flash That's, mobs are still a thing, huh? About it. Wow, more staying power than I would have thought. That was yeah. such a 2007 thing, yeah, wasn't when it? They, when they were well done, they were very entertaining. Very cool, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sometimes annoying, though. You're just like trying yeah. to like Sometimes. go grocery shopping. Try to shop yeah. here. <laughs> All right, uh, Vince. Yes? I just love that they got Vincent Price to say y'alls. Uh, Vincent yeah. Price mustache. That is correct. It's funny. In the video, it says, with special rap by Vincent Price. I don't know if I call that a rap. Uh, you know, it was the early to mid '80s. Rap was not what it is today. Yeah, it was That's a loose fair. definition, but yeah. All right, Dan Bickley. A census taker once tried to test me. <laughs> I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. Anthony Hopkins, not a mustache. You like how he says Chianti? Yeah, Chianti. That's the British way of saying it. I don't know about that. All right. We got a four to two game. Four to two. Bix off to the lead. How's it hanging? I'm David Pumpkins. <laughs> and I'm going to scare the hell out of you. <laughs> that is uh, Tom Hanks. Uh, not a mustache. That is correct. Yeah. David S. Pumpkins. All right. Uh, also, a lot of uh, staying power with the David S. Pumpkins character. It, it won't go away. Yes, well, I wish it would. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, it's I'm not a fan. Amusing. Oh no. Okay. David, four, four. no pumpkins. <laughs> so no pumpkins on Dan. Yes. This is a Halloween spooky, scary edition. Oh man, I should know this and I I don't. <clears throat> Rob Zombie Mustache. Uh, that's a good guess, but no, it is Alice Cooper. Of course. Alice Cooper. It's funny because Alice Cooper, some of his songs oh, are about like <laughs> school ending, and some of them are about being a Frankenstein monster. I haven't heard that song, obviously. Yeah, it's quite a lot neither have I. Yep. All right, uh, the door is open now, Vinny, for this one. I love that song. (laughs) (laughs) That is uh, Blue Oyster Cult. And I'm going to 
I'm going to guess mustache. That is correct. Okay. Blue Oyster Cult and mustache. You got it right. All right. Dan Bickley. Mm-hmm. Little pigs. Little pigs. Let me come in. Here's Johnny. Jack Nicholson. I will say stubble counts as no mustache. Not a mustache. Okay, I should have put that out there because we've had controversies in the past. Yeah. But yes, that is a stubble, but not a not a full mustache. All right. Wait till we start playing stubble, no stubble. That would yeah. be too difficult. All right, uh, Vince. Yes. My name is Gomez Adams, and I have seen evil. I have seen horror. I have seen the unholy maggots which feast in the dark recesses of the human soul. There it can. <laughs> That's not quite fair. He announces his name at the beginning well, no, of the sound. me the right. actor name. Well, that kind of... I, I mean, I've never seen any of the Adams Family movies, but I know that's Raul Julia. Okay. That's not fair. That is Must fair. That, that, that's... that's uh, it, it's consistent with all clues that I give. Sometimes they give a... Half-assed? <laughs> no! <laughs> Would you have got it otherwise? I don't know. Dan, don't. you need this. Something strange in your neighborhood. Who you gonna call? Remember when you're busting ghosts? <laughs> yes, wait, wait, no, that's Wolf's thing. <laughs> yes. Ray Won't Parker Jr. mustache. That is correct, Ray Parker Jr. mustache. Wow. Did he ever have another song? Oh, yeah. I'm in love with the other woman. Oh. A woman needs love just like you do. That's Wait, right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Those are two different songs. Yeah, yeah. they are. <laughs> That's funny. He had women a lot of love for women, He's... that Ray Parker Jr. <laughs> Living or dead. All right. Remember the name of his backing rumors. band, Bick? Something about women. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. Um, Ray Parker Jr. and Radio. Spelled R-A-Y-D-I-O. That's right. Wow. That's right. All right, for the win, Vinny. There's more useless Ray Parker Jr. <laughs> trivia than you'll ever need. Little old lady got mutilated late last night. Werewolves of London again. Werewolves of London. Coyotes just scored a goal. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they play that every time? Uh, they used to. That was their original goal song. Uh, Warren Zevon. Indeed. Uh, all right. I'm going to guess mustache. It is Warren Zevon. Not a mustache. Before mustache, but the one point was all you needed for the win. Wow. In a very spooky Why was one point all I needed? Oh, because Dan was one. Yeah, yeah, because of the Alice Cooper one. I gotcha. If it were Rob Zombie, he would have had a beard. I just just want to clarify quickly. Was the first line, little old lady got mutilated last night? Late last night. Yeah. Yeah. Werewolves of London again. What an upbeat Well, I mean, it's, you know, the the mood of the song and the lyrics don't exactly match, but, you know, these are British werewolves, so they've got more class and gentlemen. American werewolves. Yes. And it is. 
Mustache. Not, Not a, a mustache. mustache. Final thoughts on this Tuesday. Coming up next, Bickley and Murata mornings on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Say the word, the word Sarah's mustache. Oh, the local sports leader. Weekly and Murata. Song of the day. Day November. A song about November. In the cold November rain. <laughs> oh yeah. There's a great scene in the video though of Slash ripping a shredding a solo outside that church. Yeah. I just the visual of that I always thought was super cool. Remember when music videos were accessible? This was as big as Stephanie a video Seymour, as there was. Richard Seymour. <laughs> Seymour Butts. <laughs> <laughs> Fame Cardinal fan. Yes. I used to work on a show where he was our Cardinals insider. Oh, that's fabulous. I used to get emails from Seymour Butts telling me to work a little bit harder. (laughs) (laughs) Telling me to do a little bit more. (laughs) I see you, Patrick Peterson. (laughs) Put him on your chair there in your booth there, sir. Is that what happened? Yeah. Uh, yeah, a little uh, November rain, Guns N' Roses from Use Your Illusion. One? This was probably their last hit song, too. Was it? No, no, no. This no. was kind of, I mean, this you was after their heyday. Was... I mean, this is off the, 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 the next set of albums. This was after. in the 90s. Yeah. Okay. 91. Man, we are old. Yeah, wow. So Breaking news. We are 31 old. years ago, this song? Yeah. There you go. Uh, November Rain, Guns N' Roses, today's song of the day. Bickley and Murata going off the grid. Brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you've been hurt in an accident, call Sweet James at 800-500-5200 or sweetjames.com. Somebody just tweeted us that Dan Bickley's high sounds like the Amco guy for some reason. <laughs> That's funny. what a coincidence. <laughs> what a coincidence. <laughs> See, people are noticing. Yep. Um, a little daily dose of Vinnie Joe trivia to start off off the grid today. Trenton Borgay, ASU quarterback, first start of his career, threw for 435 yards, three touchdowns against Colorado. Uh, it got me thinking, because a lot of people were wondering about this. I actually got a tweet about it. Uh, since 2000, and I'm only starting that as your uh, as the starting point, because college football statistics on the internet don't exist before 2000. It's the strangest thing ever. Uh, but there's been seven other ASU quarterbacks to throw for 400 yards or more in a game since 2000. Can you name those seven quarterbacks? We know Burko is one of them. Mike Burkovici did it three times. Since when, Vinny? Since 2000. Okay. Uh, Andrew Walter. Andrew Walter did it eight times. Taylor Kelly? No. Surprisingly not. Uh, Rudy? Rudy did it twice. Good good, good call. Uh, Uh, 
I can't even name any of them. Rudy's uh, Nemesis. Do you remember Rudy's Nemesis? Yeah, Sam Keller. Sam Keller did it twice. Did Jaden Daniels ever do it? Jaden Daniels did guess. it once. Good job. We got two more. One guy was a recent guest on this show. Uh, Brock Osweiler. Brock Osweiler oh, did it once. Brock. Sarah's yeah. on fire. And the I un- love my ASU football. You know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. The other one you won't love yeah. that one. But it was another rare local, and not Chad Christensen, a rare local Arizona kid starting quarterback. Can you give us a year or an era? It was early in this span. And when he started his uh, career at ASU at quarterback, wore jersey number 22. Oof. Ooh, I know I'm going to know it as soon as you say it. Who was it? Jeff Cron. Oh, Ooh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. That is... I have a lot of weird, like, sports pet peeves. Quarterbacks wearing numbers They're higher than 20. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it drives me crazy. Yeah. It drove me nuts. Yeah. Stay in your lane. Doug, Doug Flutie. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, did you notice that all three of our football teams are all three and five? The Cardinals, the Devils, and the Cats? Wait hmm. a minute. ASU and U of A have the same record? <laughs> How did this happen? That's hilarious. Well, yeah, ASU. Wait, are the Cats three and five? Hold on. Yes. I guess when they you- were three and... One, I think, at one point. I guess when you triple your win total from a year ago, three and feels five. Like feels like a win. Yeah. Start planning Cats the parade. Cats fans are probably the happiest of the three fan bases. Uh, and who yeah. do they have? They have Utah this week? Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Did you hear what Utah pulled the other uh, last they week, by the USC. way? They almost Yeah. So well, they U- Utah played a Thursday night game against Washington State, and they had all of their production meetings with FS1, and they didn't disclose that half their team wasn't going to play. And normally speaking, I forget who wrote, it was either Wilner or, I think John Cazano wrote about it in, in detail. All right. So they have all these meetings. The game starts, and the FS1 broadcast crew, which with Petros Papadakis was one of the guys on the crew, they're clueless on who the quarterback is. Like, <laughs> holy Cam Rising wow. just didn't is play. Is that right? And oh, is was... that quarterback in there? I don't know how it is. <laughs> now, they, <laughs> they adjusted on the fly. Apparently, I didn't watch much of that game. But, yeah, there was there was so much ire towards Kyle Whittingham in Utah for, for pulling this. And the, the, the network is a partner of the conference. So they won't... Like, College programs have the ability, and a lot of them still do this, to completely hide injuries. Yeah. But the thought is you're working with a broadcast partner who's a con- partner of the conference. Sports. Uh-oh. The local sports leader. Weekly in <laughs> What are you doing, Are you Jared? okay? Oh. Sports. Breaking that news. That one. Had to get the pots in order there. The Brooklyn Nets have fired Steve Nash. Wow! Where? I didn't even see Well, this. okay, so Sham says they've agreed to part ways. It, Woj says they fired him. So, Shams and Woj. He's gone either way, but I guess the terminology is based on which guy you believe. Yeah. Jacques knew, Vaughn knew will that, take over. knew that was coming. And Tim Bontem says that the Nets announced Steve Nash will no longer be their coach. <laughs> Three different definitions for this. How about it? And the Nets won last night. You know why they won? I do not. Ben Simmons didn't play. <laughs> He's out tonight, too. Because yep. Jacques Vaughn's going to get another win over the Bulls. 
Bowls. Uh, the, your level of surprise on this news? Not, not at all. It's not less all. than zero for me. Uh, they've got to now. They've got to deal with the Kyrie situation. Yeah, that, that whole thing. Do, do they though? <laughs> shouldn't they? Shouldn't they, they should. Should. Yeah, shouldn't they? They're act, I mean, outside of Joe Sy making his statement, they've kind of acted like nothing's wrong. Yeah. Kyrie's on the court. He's playing. And a lot of people are calling for some sort of action. But yes, wow, Steve Nash. Maybe now he can uh, rekindle his connection to the Phoenix Suns. Woj now following it up. Decision was mutual with the Nets and the and Nash per sources. <laughs> Get me out of here, he said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Do you blame him? I wouldn't blame him for that either. That was such a smooth transition to breaking news. Man, Good amazing. Job there, man. Well, I kept people on the edge of their seat, as I usually do. Like a baby's bottom. Thanks to Shane Doan for joining us. We'll catch you tomorrow. Wolf and Luke are up next.